This is a podcast from Rover. Rex Royal Exchange. Hamish Mackay, Rebecca Greaves. Joined now by executive producer Dom George and time for a, a, a week of it. And we start by talking politics. The big fella, Andrew Hoggart. Yeah, off uh, to the ACT party. Morning, guys, by the way. Yeah, um, listen... Uh, this is the more I think about it. This is a yeah. This is a good move. So I, I had a couple. Funny thing is, I had a couple of chats with Andrew. So we got the the very first interview when he announced that he was stepping down from uh, the Federated Farmers presidency. So that was a good get. We jumped on that immediately. It's funny. I was speaking with Wayne Langford, who would. Uh, we are speaking to him anyway, and uh, he happened to say, listen, um, by the way, I've just been named acting uh, Federated Farmers <laughs> President until the AGM. And I, th- I thought, okay, what's going on here? And uh, managed to get a bit of info out of him and uh, went uh, to Andrew Hoggart. I just flipped him a quick text, and uh, he goes, yeah, mate, no worries. I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> so so that was quite good, and, um, and, and he managed to talk about it. He wasn't the first chat I had with him. Um, I managed to glean that it was ACT, because I said, well, I'll see you running for the National Party. And uh, he was like, well, um, hmm. Um, um, and he hummed and hard over it. And then, uh, of course, it emerged it was uh, the ACT Party. And uh, and then I spoke to him again about that. And just exactly about why, and I think that's uh, coming up on the show tomorrow, um, about why exactly he yeah. chose the ACT Party. Because it's interesting given the fact that National has been the farmer party for, well, forever. I mean, you know, um, that's just the way it's been. Um, yeah, it doesn't get any more blue ribbon than, than – but he is sitting in Rangitike, is that correct? Is he – that's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's, uh, so he's, he's going after the party vote. Yeah. So Sue's so, Redmayne uh, obviously would be a shoe in there. You would think. Um, yeah. Maybe he thought that he wouldn't go up against her, or he wouldn't take. You know, he wasn't going to go against her for that nomination. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. So the way they're looking at it is again is the the party vote because uh, who's the in McKelvey's there, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's Outgoing. Down and. Yeah, that's right, outgoing. So that's, yeah. Um, but so, I mean, how many actors have got, got a swathe of uh, MPs uh, in there at the moment, don't they? So, yeah. um, you know, they're looking for that, that party vote. The polls are going pretty well for them at the moment too. You would have seen the latest couple this week that have come out, yeah. which um, if you're an act supporter, you'd be rather buoyed by. But uh, he was talking about the fact that, you know, when it comes to, um, the ACT Party, uh, what he liked, and, and this was a good part of the discussion we had, is that, because um, I said to him, well, a lot of people associate ACT with, like, the far right. And he's like, well, you know, he goes, I might be economically far right, but I'm not socially far right. And that's the thing. And that's the mm. problem with labels is that you go, well, if you support one party on that, then you support them on everything. And that's just... Uh, it's just unrealistic and it's just not the case. And then you just get into um, the the blue team and the red team and all this sort of stuff. And it uh, just kind of, it's very, yeah, it's a bit more nuanced than that. There's a bit more going on. And people, um, well, I, I know with myself, I always look at issues rather than um, the, the, the colour yeah. of, the, of the party, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, so it was interesting chat with them anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you look at the ACT Party, they're not going to get rid of uh, the unemployment benefit and they're not going to get rid of uh, state housing. You know, <laughs> they're not that far. <laughs> Right, you know what I mean? There, but that's the sort oh, of the perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, Gu- yeah. Guys, do you know? What, what do you know what I'm saying? interested in? Mm-hmm. Well, I was just going to ask. Mark Cameron is their egg uh, spokesperson, who we have on the show quite mm-hmm. often. Yeah. Would Would you expect? I don't know if you talked to Andrew Hoggart about this, Dom, but would you expect him to get that 
that role because he's obviously very high profile in agriculture, but I think Mark does quite a good job. Mark does a great job, and Andrew acknowledged that, and basically what he said was he's just, they need someone else to help act, do the, or help Mark do the heavy lifting for the party in terms of the ex base, because he's a one-man band at the moment, right. you know, so I think they just want to almost work in tandem, and that way make a bit of a play for the rural vote, you see, so you've got uh, two okay. people in there now, so, yeah. um, you know, rural New Zealand might look at that and go, well, oh, hang yeah. on a minute, maybe, maybe these guys are the, you know, um, putting a bit into it, so... Um, that was his rationale that he gave me, anyway. Yeah, there might have been a bit of uh, yeah, there might have been a bit of uh, deep thinking, due diligence gone into this move. Actually, it's a very good move because ideally, National would want to be able to team up with Act and Act alone. So this might be um, sort of uh, helpful well, the, on that front. The latest poll showed that, didn't it? Yeah. That they could go yeah, Act and National got together. 10 MPs. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Well, it's, it, I think it's split like right down the middle. If Act and National. Can uh, yeah, on those numbers, they could um, potentially yeah. form a government. Well, that's a, there are ten yeah. MPs at the moment, yeah. so yeah, it'd be interesting. So, very, so this one's going to be this is going to be a very tight election. This one. Yeah. Okay, looking at this uh, next issue on our hands, we've got a situation uh, where champion Shearer. Uh, Megan Whitehead, the Rural Sportswoman of the Year, has apologised after sharing photos to social media of herself and friends in blackface. In the photos, uh, the champion Shearer and her friends can be seen in blackfaces, faux dreadlocks and wearing clothing with the colours of the Jamaican flag, uh, with one holding a fake oversized uh, joint. Lots of apologies uh, from Whitehead herself and uh, also, of course, um, David Fagan. So David, president of Shearing Sports New Zealand, said Whitehead was embarrassed and apologetic for the pain caused by her action. But, um, yeah, I don't know. How far, I mean, how sort of behind the times are you that you think that some that when you're a person of profile that you could do something like that? Yeah, I'm sure she meant no harm by it, but the fact is is that yeah. when you have profile and social media, you know, you only it doesn't have to be up there for long and they were up there for a, a day by all accounts um, before being deleted you know things are screenshotted shared far and wide you just can't be too careful and I mean, A, you shouldn't do it in the first place, but yeah. she should have had some awareness of the fact that people know who she is. Um, like I said in our group chat earlier. Let's she, chase, guys. Let, abject stupidity all round. Let, let's be honest. Yeah, that's what it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah, didn't think about yeah. it, clearly. She did not. Oh, come on, it's so dumb. Like, who's... Who's doing blackface? I mean, come on. Um, and, and My husband also, didn't didn't even know what it was. He goes, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I had to explain Maybe it. Well, he just doesn't really... the farm every now and again. Yeah, well, he doesn't really do social media in that way, and like, he just didn't know what that meant. He, he yeah. was like, but what is it? What is that? But um, been, I would have thought for the majority of New Zealand public, we would have seen enough of this in, in, in mainstream media... To, to probably have an awareness of it for her. I don't know. Look, I, yeah, and obviously had no sort of training in that in the social media spectrum. No, as she well. wouldn't. She yeah. wouldn't have. Yeah. But do it's you, not. Do you, it's do you not training. Do, do, do we understand the term World Wide Web? Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> who doesn't know that things posted on the internet <laughs> yeah. are available to a global to the entire planet? But who, yeah. who, everyone knows that. For God's sake, I mean, the naivety is extraordinary. I mean, if you're going to engage in, you know, casual racism, do you need to post it to the whole to the whole world? Couldn't you do it in private if that's your bent? And also, from a public relations point of view, I'm like, so she hasn't apologised. She's apologised 
two people who have then given the apology to other people, like the Rural Games and Sharing Sports, right? So they've left that to Steve Hollander and uh, Sir David Fagan to yes. apologise yeah, on that's behalf a, of her. That's a mistake. From a PR point of view, if, whenever I do media training, I do it with a lot of sports people and rural groups as well. One of the first things you talk about is if you do something wrong and you find yourself in a situation like this, you own it, you put your hand up, you do it straight away, and you knock the story on the head. Every time she will be referred to now, um, she will be referred that, that this incident will come up as a reference to her. Um, and it is also another aspect of it, guys, is the fact that whenever I talk to rural groups as well, it's about every story about rural New Zealand that is positive, and it could be something to do with uh, anything, uh, you know, uh, horse training or motorsport or um, sh uh, sharing or whatever it might be, every story that is put out there that shows uh, something positive from uh, rural New Zealand adds to the whole narrative of putting farming in a positive light. And something like this just puts that back about like 10 steps or however you want to measure yeah. it or, or, or judge it. Yeah, people have to be smarter than that if they're representing um, any sector. And in our case, we're obviously talking about the rural sector. Uh, this is basic stuff. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's like, wow, who, you know, this is a real ball drop here with the line yeah. wide open, isn't it? The World Cup final. Come yeah. On. And you get it if you wear a, a Jamaican shirt and you've got a big joint in your hand and a Jamaican flag, that's probably enough. Most people would cotton on to uh, the fact, you know. <laughs> yeah, you probably don't need to get the... The, the pains as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah, I good. Just, I, just find, I just found the whole thing just like uh, kind of like, wow, so we're 2023 here, are we? Or, or are we... Yeah, you know, it's kind of a 2003 mistake for mine. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was yeah. on the cover of another rural magazine recently, like their latest issue, and I see they publicly um, had to acknowledge. Well, they yeah. obviously felt that they needed to acknowledge uh, what had happened and to distance themselves from the cover from your yes. own cover. <laughs> yeah. That's a tricky one. one. Well, a hard one. And all this sort of stuff. Yeah. But we haven't heard from the from the actual um, person. So yeah. I, yeah. I just find these Great. things are always you, you you need to front foot these things and you need to you need to own them and you can't do it. Can't yep. have other people doing it on your behalf. Best yes. lesson I ever saw was Norm Hewitt after doing a bit of a um, a drunken wrecking ball in Queenstown. Dom, you'll remember this. Got on the TV, mm -hmm. the tears rolled down the face. I'm sorry, that's hugely missed. I need to learn, I need to move on. And that changed Norm Hewitt's public perception in a heartbeat. You know? 100%. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't, that's a perfect example that we yep. could cite many others, but I yep. think you bang on the money. There you go. That's a week of it with executive producer of Rex Rural Exchange and host of Rural Today, Dom George. Next up, uh, we are going to... Well, we're going to catch up with uh, Greg Parker's head of livestock, uh, head livestock buyer for Taylor Preston. Um, of course, they source right over the Lower North Island and over the Cook Strait from the South Island as well. So we'll catch up with uh, Greg. Interesting character. He used to be a banker in London at one stage. Looking forward to that coming up here on Rex Real Exchange.